and welcome to another interview episode of iHeartGeek. Again, I love these episodes. I'm Dub, and yeah, I'm not. I'm the least interesting part of this show. With me is Satomi, and Satomi, as always, you bring in a, the most interesting people on the freaking planet. Tell us who you brought in today. Well, today I brought in an awesome and interesting person. Uh, he is an actor. He is a singer. He's a dancer. He's a tap dancer, a choreographer, a director, a music producer, essentially anything you can do with music, um, video producer, and self-proclaimed Jurassic Park super fan. Ladies and gentlemen, we welcome to the studio, Mr. Lamont Brown. Yay! Hello, hello. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> wow. So uh, I've heard a ton about you going into this. Now we're going to talk. I know you have a huge obsession with Jurassic Park. We'll get into that later. First off, and I have to talk about it now. We were talking about it a little bit off screen um, because I am a huge Irish geek. Um, you were in Riverdance. Yes. And oh, that, that makes you kind of royalty on this show so tell us about the whole river dance experience yeah how do you end up on river dance as a tap dancer uh, rather than an irish dancer because his name's sammy davis jr that's how i'm yes. just kidding Bad <laughs> okay. i don't love to play him um but so it actually this started oh gosh in 2015 while i was working in kansas city doing hairspray Whoa. So uh, someone had asked me to come to an audition and come back home to New York. Mm-hmm. No, excuse me, to New York. But I said I couldn't make it, but I'm closer to Chicago. So I, I actually auditioned in Chicago, flew in just for a couple of hours because um, I had a show the next night. Um, audition, it went great. And it goes, great. So like, when are you like available? And when can you start? I was like, I'm going on another tour. And I was, I was leaving to do um, 42nd Street National Tour. the 2015 Oh, nice. With Mark Bramble and Randy Skinner. And um, I was like, no, I'm just going to, I have to wait because I have to do that tour. This is something that is, is super important to me. And it kept asking, asking. But then eventually, some years to come, a couple of years, around 2017, after leaving a cruise gig, during the cruise gig, they got back in touch. Like, hey, we really need somebody. He's like, can you start uh, this fall? I was like, I can't because I'm doing something else. But after the first, <laughs> yes, basically, you sound like a Vegas performer right now. Vegas, He's like the busiest right? guy in the I business. Know, it's insane. I think I annoy people with that. But I, <laughs> but I couldn't do the first few months of the tour. Uh, so they made it work. I ended up coming in that January of 2018. I did the first, uh, the last few months um, on the road with them. Um, it's a great show, and I got hired as a tap dancer instead of an uh, Irish dancer because I'm not actually an Irish dancer. So I get hired as a tap dancer, which is the second half of the show, where it shows the similarities and the battle between the Irish dance and tap dance. Okay. And they Suddenly also the show I, makes more sense. <laughs> yes, yes, and right to so that where we come from, um, and I was also the baritone singer in the show that was right before that number. And how long have you been, how long have you been tap dancing? My, my, um, I would say 20 years now. Did you, did you like, was, was it one of those things like you came out of the womb with little tap shoes on and you were like, ticket, 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 like actually, keeping your mom up at night? <laughs> well, I didn't start tapping till I got to the dance studio that actually started in the basement of my church because I started dancing in church. So it all started there and then the dance studio moved from there went to a dance studio and um and everything essentially started there and then moved on 
and started learning more with ballet, jazz, and um, and then ended up moving another dance studio and just learning more tap. Watched the movie Tap, Tap the movie mm-hmm. with Gregory Hines mm-hmm. and all the all the fabulous tap dancers and oh yeah, and I uh, actually studied with uh, Henry Letang. Oh my god! Um, yeah, who was who was Gregory Hines' teacher and lived in Vegas for many years and had a studio hmm. in wow. his living room converted studio and he used to we'd be in there uh we'd be in we'd be in his house and he'd be chain smoking with the sliding glass doors closed and we'd be tapping our butts off and he would play piano for us he'd have like the the cigarette like just dangling from his lips and he'd be and he'd be playing playing piano for us so you know for our for our tap geeks out there um yeah, it's major, major, major uh, part of the tap tap community. So, so go on. So you were um, you watched tap. Were you were you always drawn to tap, or were you kind of thrown into it? Thrown into it, and then it wasn't until the movie I was like, "That's what I want to do." I don't know what exactly, but I want to do that. Mm-hmm. So I watched the movie, and I just it just went ding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is it. Um, and like actually within that studio, actually in the kind of growing out of that studio, because I was there since the studio started. Mm-hmm. And this actually also leads into the videography stuff. So we'll get back to that. But um, then I ended up going to another dance studio and it was more Broadway kind of style. And my upper body arms were just all over the place. Just <laughs> a hot mess, just all over the place. So like, we need Squidward. to fix that. Great feet, but you're Squidward. You just need to fix this. So I ended up fixing that. And then ended up teaching a lot more at that point and left for college, learned even more, went to AMDA. Um, American. American Musical and Dramatic Academy. Thank you. Mm. And then as I was leaving, I can't remember if I met Jared when I was leaving school. No, I met Omar Edwards as I was leaving, um, leaving school to go to Bush Gardens. So I was graduating, going to Bush Gardens to go tap there. But it was kind of like with every contract, there was more and more I was starting to learn within the realm of tap dance. Mm-hmm. That maybe necessarily didn't know, but it was just those connections helped me just grab hold of all of that, you know? Now, yeah. let me ask you this real quick. Um, as you say, you're going, you're going from job to job and you're getting more work at per job. Mm-hmm. What is it you're doing as far as dealing with people or whatever? Because that's not always the case that you hear. You a lot of times it dries up, but but what is it? How is it you handle yourself or whatever that makes you so that you open up that that spectrum of other people into other jobs so much? Oh, uh, networking. I'm just very open with people. I, I try to learn who the directors, choreographers are, and just you know just talk with them. And, and I was, yeah. sometimes I want to learn about their experiences. Is, because um, I always feel like everyone always has something to share. And mm-hmm. I sometimes like to learn about their journey. And I just say, hey, I would love to work with you more on whatever. And whether it's a workshop or the show or a video project or paid, non-paid, I just want to just, you know, learn more and more. So I was just open to all of that. Um, between both jazz dance, tap dance, directors, all, all of that, you know. Um, I was just very open to to everybody. Um just to learn yeah it, 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 it sounds like you got the like the personal connection with people mm-hmm. a lot which yeah. that's um for, for all our for some of our actor types yeah be nice to everybody because you don't know be who's very be kind watching. be 
be kind because you don't know. Yeah, like you said, you don't know who you're gonna run to again. Who may mm-hmm. ask you for a project? You don't know if um they gonna come put you on another project. Because I've had situations where someone asks, "Oh, how's this person?" And sometimes I'm like, "Oh, they're great, but there's this, mm-hmm. you know." So, yeah. <laughs> but you don't want that to happen to you. So it's just to be kind and just to do what you do and remember why you're here. Yes, it's a business, but to remember why why we do this in the first yeah. place. When you're talking to those directors and you're talking to those people, quote unquote, in charge, do you feel mm-hmm. like, um, and this is just to maybe help some of our younger listeners or for people who are pursuing this as an as a uh, as a business, when you're talking to them, do you feel like you're talking to them with that in mind that this could open a door for the future, or do you feel like you just want to you just want to talk to this person and you're just interested in what they have to say? Is there any fear there when you when you approach them? Or is it like- it's um it's it's both. I mean, mm-hmm. there's always. I'm not trying to say that like talking to people necessarily will always get you something, right. but it's just I'm trying to find the word for it. It's it, it's just me just learning who my bosses are. I guess you know it's just mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and and I know that, and I've talked to people, and then some people like really ask me, it's like, how do you like do that? Like, I get nervous when I talk to, talk to them, and mm. it's like I think yes, there is a hierarchy to that, but they came from where we came from as well mm-hmm. and also knowing that people want to learn from them so i just you know i just ask them questions i'm just kind you know yeah. and that's just who i am as a person <laughs> you yeah. know yeah i just like to talk <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> so, and, and i'm gonna i'm gonna pretty much give the rest of this to to satomi to talk to you no, but I, I really really want to know about the cruise ship experience. Mm. Um, now, my my niece uh, was a chef on one, so I mean, I know of the really difficult hours. But as an entertainer, what is life like on those? Would you suggest it? And for how long? <laughs> for how long? <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, it's a, it's got a very short shelf yeah. life. Um. Well, actually, I, I'll start there. A lot of people's careers is cruise ships, and they love it, and. And they've talked to me where they said, yeah, you know, Broadway, you know, was in hindsight, but I like the cruise ships. I'm having mm-hmm. a great time making money, no bills. I get to travel and I love it. You know, they make do. Now, with me in that case, I was like, I love this and I do want to do it. And I love to do it forever, but that's not my end goal. Yeah. And I found that out really quick that mm-hmm. it can I don't want to say it'll hinder you because you can still make uh, make connections with great people still. And with directors, choreographers, like my first job at a theme park, it helped me grow and meet so many other directors and choreographers that I ended up working with later yeah. <laughs> in my career. Um, but sometimes it's, I mean, okay. The, my hours with NCLs because I was on the Broadway show with After Midnight, um, our scheduling was a little different from other cruise ships where they were doing, you say, the quote-unquote cruise ship shows, where, you know, they maybe get two days off, and I only maybe worked three days out of the week. Really? Nice. We had two We had two days of shows. Both were were um, double shows, and then we they may throw in a rehearsal here, um, here and there, but for the most part, I was free and open. We had our crew. Um, I didn't have to do any extra duties or anything like that. Hmm. Um. And I have to do another show at all. The singers did, but it was just, I was just lucky enough at that time because of my track, I didn't have to do anything else. How was it uh, 
tap because I've worked ships as well. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes when you're in rough seas, doing some of that choreography <laughs> and the, you know, the ship takes a pitch and you're heading the other direction. How yeah. did it affect you as a tapper specifically? Oh gosh. Um, I definitely, my hamstrings hurt <laughs> after that. I had, cause the next contract after that was with 40, the new 42nd street in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And it was at to the Jury point. Lane. At Jury Lane. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it was to the point when I was standing up, I had to like hold on to my knees and, and to get up because. Ooh. Ooh, you're too young to get that one. That one yeah, happening. My lower back and my hamstrings <laughs> were, were just thrown off and it was just from like the jump splits tapping on the floor beating into the floor because we're on steel yes yes we're on steel and um blew out. but um so it was uh it was it was tricky sometimes um sometimes we get the rocky shows but sometimes we would change certain things just to make it work we had a, a part when we had to turn the stairs in a circle with someone on top but when the ship was way too rocky we actually mm-hmm. cut that mm-hmm. yeah I would hope so. <laughs> yeah, we ended up cutting that. Um, and sometimes, like, if there was, like, little drama here and there, it, it was, it was. I also learned the second time when I went around, it was also because when being on a ship, you can't le- escape that stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and just kind of just take a breather because you're always around each other so much. So yeah. I tell people, it's like, just get ready for anything that could be a drama or whatever. Like, it, it happens. Just it's not the biggest deal in the world. It's no. only because you just can't, you just can't escape that. You're just mm-hmm. there. You're in it all the time. It's like you're um, on lockdown. Yeah. You're basically on lockdown. I mean, I went, we went into lockdown one time because of a, um, this is actually a whole year before the pandemic hit with the neurovirus. Ooh. <laughs> so when the pandemic happened, I'm like, Oh gosh, this is all too familiar. When all of that started unfolding while on tour. And I was just like, Oh, this is, this is a little too familiar right now. Yeah. A so little, you were on tour when, when the pandemic hit? Yes. And I was Ooh. in Montreal when it's, it was January. And this is when it kind of started expanding. Yikes. Yeah. Now, I, I'm going to ask you one more cruise ship question just because okay. having been there, it's like we all have these. <laughs> yeah. Do you have, do you have a favorite story or a favorite funny thing that a passenger said? Oh, gosh. Like I'll, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you mine. And yeah, I always thought I it was a joke that, that, um, work people who worked on cruise ships would make, but it actually happened more than once. People would come up to us and ask us what time the midnight buffet was happening. <laughs> I, I can top oh, that. I can top that. Oh, I've this, got a list. No, but Go the, ahead. The, this one is from working. When I, <laughs> this is from when I worked at the casino. Someone literally came up to me straight faced, asked me, Where's the Russian roulette table? <laughs> no. Dead serious was asking. I hope nobody's <laughs> playing that. No. Ever. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> oh. oh okay, I, re- I remember one. My favorite okay. was when. So do they do they like ever let you off the ship or are they? Are you allowed to like, <laughs> leave like your room? I'm like. You see me right now, right? <laughs> like, bro. <laughs> no, when we're not doing the shows, they shackle us to the wall. Basically. Like, you I see was in the Navy, they do. <laughs> right, it's like, right. And you see me eating in this buffet or restaurant, wherever where I was. Uh-huh. Right now, like, yes, they let us out. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that is. Like, wow. I don't know what to say. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, I did become a germaphobe after working on there because you learn a lot of things about that. And <laughs> always having to washy-washy, you know, wash your hands and um, hand sanitizer every second you get yeah. and wipe things down um, my room, you know, all the time. And also, I had an officer's cabin, FYI. Oh, oh nice. really? Yes, that's nice. why it was also so nice. Yeah, so I had an officer's cabin, but that was because of the track that I was in. So it was more... You know, like normally the singers get the 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 bigger room and yeah. they don't have to share it. It was flipped just because of being a tap dancer, and I was also a singer. Um, they gave the tap dancers and the host of the show the officers' hmm. cabin, and and everyone else got. So essentially, you're telling us that you were like it was could you were bougie the entire a contract? Bit. Okay, a little bit. that's Perfect. exactly what he's saying. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Favorite port. Before we oh, stop. Gosh. Oh, can't accept. Sorry, um, guys. I'm doing no, the cruise ship thing Kong, because I, yeah. I know what this is. I wish. So I did the, the Caribbean, both Western yep. and, and the Eastern. So uh-huh. <sighs> I have a reason for each port. So I, Cozumel, because it's Cozumel, and I had a spot, and I had this place where I would get this red snapper fish. It was great, and it was yep. beautiful. Loved it there. Um, Costa Maya, I had a beach spot where I would go get breakfast and go lay down in my Speedos, and it was great. Chill there. Um, <laughs> and there we have a visual outstanding. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, you're welcome, kids. Sorry, too much. You're La Mansa dancer. I have no problem picturing him in his speedos. <laughs> Sorry, kids. My apologies. <laughs> I, we should say thank you. Thank you. Okay, and moving um, on. Rotan Honduras was great. Um, I loved them all. All of them had something to that they offered in each country um each excuse me each port each country yeah um and jamaica was definitely a big one but i always and certain ports i always was looking for the curry goat because i love curry goat it's one of my favorite really yes interesting okay yes yes and just when you go to those um islands you start learning what your spots are especially Mm -hmm. on the beach knowing what people that live there went to meet up i had a friend who lived in st thomas um so i went up to her um, spot that was like up in the mountains um so i just yeah every part every part i I really enjoyed but anything like on in the caribbean i just loved i just loved it all (laughs) so now we're gonna go into everything else you do because you do like seven billion things but before we do that i do want to go into your fascination with jurassic park so okay (laughs) real quick what is the fascination with Jurassic Park? I love it. Most of it. There's things I don't love, but yeah. we'll get into that a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> why, it, why is that what you would call your geek obsession? So I started, um, you know, start with the first movie. You always come on on USA, you know, at my grandma's house. I'll always sit down and watch. I was like, Jurassic mm-hmm. Park, Jurassic Park. Change the world. But, yes, change the world. And, and um, more getting more in depth with, with it didn't really start till I was a little older, when I start learning more about the CGI, the stories behind it, and how it became um, at Universal Studios. But it was actually Universal Studios in um, Orlando, I was going to say. I think it was still, I think at the time, it was Universal Studios Escape before mm-hmm. they went to Orlando Resort because nobody liked Universal Studios Escape. It was a horrible name. Um, <laughs> when- <laughs> Tell us what you really think. <laughs> but I, um, it was that ride that really, I was like, oh, I love it so much. I'm going to Jurassic Park. I was like, I had to go on the ride. 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 But then 
the part that I never really enjoyed was once once you go up the uh, tunnel mm-hmm. to um to meet the T Rex. I was <laughs> never a fan of the Dilophosaurus and the T Rex. Loved the ride, never just never enjoyed it when I was younger. I was horrified because you were scared, <laughs> not because it was like cheesy. Yes, no, I was yeah. scared, and I was also in the robots. Kind of worked a little better than, but it, it was um. Cause it was still like fresh and brand new at that time. Yeah. And I just loved it. Even now it's so nostalgic of that ride. And even still to this day, they update the attractions, um, the attraction in Jurassic world, even though the first round when they updated it, it was like, okay, where's the Adamus Rex? Like, I'm not scared. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was this, the, when they redid it and added more, it was like, okay, that's the one right there. And, and then how they just expanded all of that, reversed it, Reverse the attraction. Uh, uh, it went left uh, in Japan. So instead of it going um, counterclockwise, it then actually went clockwise. Mm-hmm. But it's the same exact ride, and like in Orlando, just in reverse. It was very interesting. But do you so, think that's that's because of uh, Americans driving on the right? You know that kind of natural. It, it, it just makes sense. I believe more so. sense to our brains. Okay, I believe so. Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna make a controversial statement. You can agree or disagree. You know. Other than the dinosaurs, the two best things of that of the of the Jurassic Park series is Jeff Goldblum and Chris Pratt, and the worst thing is the kids. Do you agree or disagree with that? Which kids? Oh, the, oh every kid in that movie has been terrible. <laughs> I okay. I didn't. I didn't like. I have not liked one of the kids. Yet. Yeah, I didn't. I did not enjoy the Jurassic World kids. I'm like. Oh, cool. great. Give a story, but cool. But like, I didn't need that. But yeah. I think those for more nostalgic for nostalgic reasons for the first one. Mm-hmm. I think I don't mind the kids from the first one is because it grew on us for so much. And I really enjoyed it. I think I would have liked it more if it was more. And I got I still got to finish the book. Forgive me. But I, I it's, only been, it's only been out like 50 years. It's okay. I know we'll I have it. the book. I just got to sit down. <laughs> but when I started reading the book, I realized like, oh, this is so much more scientific, scientific. So I got to yeah, sit down true. and concentrate on, on when I when I read the book, I got to sit down and read that yeah. book. It's clear he did his research. Yes. Well, Crane's a beast. I mean, yes. Yeah. But I wish that they flipped. They kept the original what the kids were like. Uh, Tim would have been the the techie little girl was scared for that time. I think it was, that still would have worked great in yeah. that, but I get why to make the, um, uh, what was the little girl's name? Uh, it was the girl from interview with the vampire. What was her name? But no, her. it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> Is that one the same girl? No, it wasn't. It wasn't. I'm sorry. That's okay. Oh, she on. Okay, it doesn't name. matter. It doesn't well, matter. Her character name was Lexi. Yeah. So there you go. Thank you for winning. Lexi. But, <laughs> but I did get that to make her a little bit more empowered for the ending mm-hmm. sequence with the vlo- uh, the Velociraptors to mm-hmm. almost that Velocicoaster um, because I just went <laughs> on it. But, How uh, was it? Oh, it was I mean, sorry, sorry. No, we're gonna we're yeah we're gonna talk yeah, the franchise gonna and then we're gonna yes. talk the rides. Yes, but we're separate them. Yes, we want to separate them. Sorry, yeah. but it um I did get that to make her a little bit more empowered um to be able to help them all to lock the doors, even though that didn't help a thing. Like they still <laughs> they still <laughs> figured it out. Yeah. they still figured right. it out. But um. I love the first movie, and, I, and the second one is actually my favorite. Really? really? Because it's the one that is the most panned out of the entire... So, so if you were to grade each film, and how many, how many Jurassic Park films have there been now? Five. 
Five. Okay, so plus, we've got plus, one, two, three, world. Plus a TV series. I Don't missed that me. one. <gasps> there's a TV I missed series? it. My Brian is now leaving the session. Um, <laughs> it's, there's the Camp No, Cretaceous. you're going to school us. There's the Camp Cretaceous, which is about the kids who got left on the island in Jurassic World. Oh. I can get behind that. I don't know it, why like, you didn't hear about it. It's on Netflix, it's on Netflix and they, it's three seasons already. It's animated or is it animated? Like, it's That's animated. Okay, I'll check the it out. The kids are a little annoying, so just be prepared for that. But okay. it's, again, nostalgic that like, what was going on when this was happening? What was going on when this was happening? What was going on when this was happening? So it's a parallel um, track. It's a parallel track okay. starting with Jurassic from, from the time when they got to the island. And that's all I can say. Without giving anything away. Without giving so, it away. Yeah. <clears throat> it's still five, new. Five films and a TV series. Give us your grades on each one. Oof, okay. Um, so I'll, I'll list them in order from, should I do best to worst or worst to best? Do best to worst. That's what I like. To best write. to worst. Okay. Um, Jurassic Park and The Lost World is kind of on the same plane for me. Okay. Um, and we can literally go in depth on, on reasons why, but the first yeah. one is the first one, but the second one is is more jungly, mm-hmm. sort of theme parky. So on a good day is like I'll like I'll the Lost World is number one, Jurassic Park is two. On another day, Jurassic Park is one, Lost yeah. World is two. So we gotcha. got that handled. So then number three, I would put um Jurassic Park three does not get that whatsoever. No. Um, no, and I'll and I'll say why, but um, I would say Fallen Kingdom. Is that the last one? I would say that's like a three or four. I really enjoyed Fallen Kingdom. Is it? Is that? Is when did it Fallen come King, out? Fallen Kingdom is the second Jurassic World. Okay, okay so it's the okay. second one with Chris Pratt. Yes. Okay. And we already have when he's comes, yes. comes back and he's got blue and he. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so okay. I would say that's. I would say that's number three. Okay. Okay. Number four is is Jurassic World because I really actually did enjoy it. It's just Fallen Kingdom beat it for me. Yep. And number five is is Jurassic Park three for so all the reasons why. that because you can tell that they were still writing the script. Yeah, still place. There was too many sub stories. It was like, and first of all, how did the Spinosaurus kill those guys on the boat in the very beginning of that movie? There's no way, like. Yeah. That you you would have not seen them in the clouds and that amount of yes, I get it's a movie and I get that. But I'm like, no, there's no way. The yeah, Spinosaurus yeah. would have torn down the as we learned, like he was a, one of the smartest dinosaurs before we've learned about um Adamus Rex later on, that he would have brought down that rope and it would have been that would have end right there. Mm-hmm. So I just didn't understand that too many sub stories, the whole egg thing, like it's almost like, okay, when is this movie ending? <laughs> oh, wow. But, but, my, but my favorite part, because I always, I'm waiting, the part I'm always waiting for, for is the part when they meet up with Eric. Also, why is the mother always scre- screaming, Eric, Eric, like you're on a dinosaur land, please stop. Please yeah. stop it. Please stop. <laughs> you're, 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 you're going to die very soon if you, if you keep doing that. Um, the plane sequence was actually one of my favorite parts. I can't knock mm-hmm. that whatsoever. I love that part. Um, but I love the part when they're like, oh my gosh, we heard the cell phone, the um, the satellite cell phone. I was like, oh, I don't have it. I was like, what was the cell phone? I was like, oh, it was when it got eaten and they turn around and a Spinosaurus is just watching them. Uh-huh. That was one of the most horrific moments that I've ever watched in Jurassic Park series. That's fair. 
So I give that to them. I was like, oh my gosh, he's just standing there. <laughs> Run! <laughs> <laughs> and then the bird, the bird, the, um, oh gosh, the Trinodons. They're yeah. not Trinodons, it's the other ones. Pterodactyls? Pterodactyls the only one I know of, to be honest. Yeah. And that was my favorite part. And then yeah. at that point, I'm like, it's okay. Beautiful. Yeah. So one question, and then we'll okay. get to the rides on this. Okay. If we're going to have one more Jurassic Park movie and they're going to wrap it up, what do you want to see happen? Hmm. That looked painful because you look like you're about to cry. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm actually stuck. Somebody had actually asked me this before and I'm actually stuck. I don't know what to expect and I think I like that. Okay. That's how I like to watch movies. Yeah. I, I try not to over foresee what's, what I want to see because I like that they 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 got us. I was like, okay. Where it's, it's literally Jurassic World. They set it up really well. I was like, okay, I have no idea where we're going to go. I do hope that they go to Isla Sona. That's rumored. They have mm-hmm. to go to Isla Sona. Isla Sona was one of my favorite. After Isla, obviously, Isla uh, Nublar, Isla Sona. I loved seeing Isla Sona to see what was going on there and what was happening. Um, yeah, I want to I want, I want, want to see that happen. So you want to see the one more? I want to see one At more. Least. Isla Sona. I got to see that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to see. I don't want to see dinosaurs in New York. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was an important um, island, both in in two and three. The one yeah. Isla Sona. We didn't see mm-hmm. Nublar again till Jurassic World. If they end up in New York, that's that's. I'm done. Jump, I'm that's out. Jumping I'm the T Rex. <laughs> that, that, we don't need any more. Yeah, there we don't need go. any more New York apocalypses and any no. more. Oh. We're, we're, we saw I'm, that with King Kong, and it sucked in. Yeah, <laughs> well, we've, we've had enough real ones. Yeah, right. break. We need a break right, out please, here. Leave us alone. <laughs> okay, so one more thing on the Jurassic Park because I know you want to talk about it. What is your fascination with the Jurassic Park rides? Um, I love the storytelling. I'm also a theme park nerd. Um, uh-huh. And I love, yeah, and I love how they put you into the element of the story. Yeah. They've sort of changed how they storytell in the theme parks. Um where you they made you which one is it it was no when it was first universal studios they first had um ride the movies like you you yeah you learn how they did it and you get to experience how it was made cool great people already know how that happened so now they write you into the story so like jurassic park you're going in to you know in jurassic park and get to ride the ride and something bad goes on and and I love water rides, and it was a great ending to it. And the T Rex, and also all the decorations and the theming around. Mm-hmm. And even now, I'm still watching, look, looking for other little details. I'm like, oh, how did the T Rex get to where he is? It, you, you can literally watch how he got to that spot at the very end on the ride. Hmm. Oh, wow. Like you can how actually cool. see the animatronic. De- well, no, like how he destroyed, like what was his path on oh, the Oh, I see. It's like Star Tours. Yes. yes. Star Tours, but more see now we're, going, now, now, now we're going now we're going in a different realm. More like Rise of the Resistance. I'm also yes. I love Star Wars too. Much more immersive. So now so now we were talking before the show about the new one in China, right? So <laughs> oh my god, we broke Lamont. We broke him. It <laughs> looks well, I saw the YouTube clip, it looks freaking amazing. You know, oh my God! I was telling, they told me that I think is one of Universal's greatest attractions, with the use of the original ride mechanisms. 
Because mm-hmm. that that ride mechanism is for, is the Spider Man ride. Really? Okay, yes. so they okay. converted it. They are like literally three to four screens compared to having nine, and everything is animatronics. It hmm. is. Yes. It is mind blowing, and the way how they put you into that. Like now, I got like, okay, I just need to fly to Beijing just to go see that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was so good. Like it, it. Um, and I really want to see the queue. I want to know what the story of what. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we had to wait till opening day, but what the story of that ride? Um, like why? Because this is a new car system that they made for the ride. Because originally, it was supposed to be the gyrosphere. Really? Oh, that would have been cool. Really? There was an interview where they said, yeah, they're working on a gyrosphere ride. That didn't work out. No, I would imagine that would be really difficult. Apparently, um, from videos I was watching, that it was going to be a track that was from above. So it would have messed up sidelines. You wouldn't get the big dinosaur immersive above you. Right, because you'd be staring at a track. What something that I thought that was really spectacular was the fact that because we've seen this in um, uh, in amusement park rides lately, like the Harry Potter rides, and you know a lot of the other. We've there's a lot more use of screens now for that for that immersive feel. And honestly, when you watch them on YouTube, we because our HD cameras flatten everything out, we lose Mm. a little bit of that cinematic immersiveness watching them on the YouTubes, but. It was like it was like they knew that that was going to happen. So they there's a lot of animatronics in this, and there's a lot of environmentals, and the animatronics have improved drastically. Technology mm-hmm. improved. The technology, yeah. like the original Jurassic Park ride, was going to be completely different from what we ended up getting. What yeah. was the original supposed to be? Um, everything outside was going to be the same, um, but apparently there was going to, you can actually find the original blueprints and somebody actually talking about it blueprint by blueprint of what's supposed to happen once you got inside. There was supposed to be a live actor inside that's supposed to get you off of the boat, but then a raptor attacks him and huh. the boat spins around and it drops backwards. I'm in. That sounds amazing. <laughs> and Do what they give- got was the loose end version of that. <laughs> <laughs> Did we just not have the technology at that point for it? Because I bet they've got it now. The amount of, what's it called? You know, like every few years is a new amount of, not CPUs, but yeah, every every five years. Yeah. yeah, Every five years processing upgrades. Yeah. Yeah. Your, your RAM goes up. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. So, but exponentially. It, um, yeah. Yes. And um, they couldn't do it. Like the budget would have been astronomical. They weren't, it wasn't ready to do that. And on top of that, they had to make, make sure that they did not screw this one up because yeah. Universal Studios already did horrible when it opened. Nothing nothing worked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jaws broke down. They had to redo that. They sued that company. Confrontation. I love that ride on them. That's one of, if that was still existing, that still would have been my favorite ride of all time. Yeah. And I'm so glad I got to ride that. And yeah, yeah. that never, the, the, the uh, King Kong just, Always broke down. down. I've Oof. never been there, and it makes me sad. I can really oh. want to go. I'm, it's I'm, a, a, I'm a West Coaster, it's a lot you know. Of fun. <laughs> oh, you're you're in uh, L.A. Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. Vegas. Eventually, uh, we'll get you out here. We'll get you out here. One of these I, days. Yes, please, please. So Amazing. I, I want to move move back over, and you have like ten billion things that you do. Tell us about some of these, some of your plethora of. 
um, creative outlets that you are currently involved in? Yeah. Um, so I was always into music editing. So I always says, hey, I'm like, yeah, this is music. Yeah, sure. Cut, cut, cut. Um, but I've always wanted to get more into like music production, get more into um, just learning more about that. Like literally this room that I'm in right now, mm-hmm. like I have this 43 inch right now, a screen under that and the screen that I'm looking to right now is the one um, I have three screens to set up a keyboard right here next to me, my Mac mini. And um, so I just went out, bought these things during the pandemic, learned more about it, got more into depth with logic pro and, and started, I, mean, I love it. I love it. And I'm and obsessed with logic. More. Yeah. I love it. Started writing more and on a cruise ship, I was still doing lots of other logic things, but now I had the time to really sit down. Yeah. And, it's and deep. Do it. it and is I'm a also, deep program. Yeah. And, um, and I got this Mac mini where you have 64, I have 64 gigabytes of Ram with two terabytes of memory. Mm-hmm. And this thing is just runs. <laughs> I, I never thought I'd see the day that the Mac mini is faster than the, the big pro that I used to have. Uh, the big tower yeah. I used to have. And this Mac mini is like, Oh my God. Yeah. I, I know I'm being a commercial for Mac right now, but Oh my gosh, I cannot believe how fast and far this stuff has come so yeah. quickly. And it's affordable. It's like, finally <laughs> yeah yeah it was great and and i bought my uh, drum set i bought it um at least it's um electronic drum um, you drum are set. sammy davis jr stop lying okay. <laughs> <laughs> in the flesh sing candy man come on yes. <laughs> can. there um, you go. oh my god you you totally channeled him there for a second yes, that was, was like creepy that was awesome actually okay. i had an audition for for that role because I guess they were trying to bring it back. I had to learn 11 pages of material. Oof. Oh, good grief. Oof. For those, for yeah, those of you who don't know, usually, you know, usually you get an audition and it's like, I guess a few pages when you, you know that it's heavy when you start getting like that little stack come in I and you're like, it was a stack. Oh, I got to memorize this. And what? I did not, I did not mean yes. to sidetrack you. Sorry. Yeah. No, that. no, no. That's okay. Oh. Um, So I started in the writing, which I can't, I can't get too, in depth about it, but I st- started writing on a show. Um, it's a secret. It's a secret. Um, oh, no. So I learned it more about. Um, I'll tell you later. But I'll um, started um, learning more about music. But I brought in an arranger for this. But he actually did the arrangement for the dance I did at the Broadway and the Berks. Mm-hmm. Nice. Oh, he did. Nice. He, that was yeah. He did that arrangement yeah. for me. So we started working together. Then I would put him the drum tracks, and I started writing more drum stuff. And then that started coinciding with more videography, bought a whole new camera, the dance studio that I started in 21 years ago that um, they would say, hey, can you video this stuff for us? And so I learned it, started learning more about videography, got the camera, started getting more into lighting, designing, started asking questions about that. Um, So it it sounds like your brain is just hungry for knowledge. Like you're Mm -hmm. just always creating you're always, you know, keeping your ear out for something new, some new way to express yourself. Yeah. Um, listeners, if you get a chance, actually look up Lamont and watch, watch him dance, watch him perform. It's really, he is something incredibly special. His, his, uh, his dance is, I mean, I, I was fortunate enough to do a, a concert with him um, over the summer up in the Berkshires and, uh, you just you watch him and you're like your feet are so clean 
you know, as, as a tap dancer, I did a pro another project with him a while ago and, uh, it, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We were, we were part of the, uh, Broadway make a plan to vote campaign. It's a nonpartisan campaign. It was just encouraging people to get to the polls and, um, Dude, you were our star. You were our star. It was such a such a joy to. So so if you want to make your brain feel good, like you guys screw ASMR, just go and listen to Lamont Tap, and you will thank me. Well, I tell you what, I mean, and this this isn't blowing sunshine up your butt, but you know, since we've been talking, it's like the way that your mind works, kind of how mine's working, it's it's making me look in so many different directions at the same time, and that's actually a rare thing to be able to communicate to people i think that's an amazing gift mm -hmm. that you have actually thank you well that's why it, it all actually coincides with i know that you want to talk about theme parks so much today but it, it it coincides for me with theme parks so much because if you was to sit right next to me i'm probably not watching what's going on i'm literally <laughs> watching the cues happen the gobos move certain lights cues i'm like three two one like like i'm watching even there are certain seats on the harry potter ride if you sit on if you sit in certain seats, you see certain, if you know where to look, you, you can see it. Yeah. Sometimes I like to look behind and see how the animatronics or certain things reset. Or I look ahead and I see the right ahead of me and see how that moved because I wanted to see how everything works. Would and, you say that you would want to be like an Imagineer if you had the opportunity? Yeah. Would you yes. like to create something like that? Yes. And yeah. I will have to get into project management in order to do that. I would I've already love learned how to do it, but. I would love to have you back on the show one day and we can just talk. I think we need to talk comic books. I have a feeling we need to go there. I we never talk Star I never Wars. got to comic books. I can't oh. lie. I'm so sorry. I never I, I, I didn't get into I, and I really want to. Um I just never I never started getting into it. Yeah. I got I, I don't have any. Afterwards we afterwards we'll we'll have some discussions on some places to start. Okay. And our, <laughs> our listeners, our listeners can't see it, but uh for our YouTube watchers. Um, Lamont has a fantastic Marvel captain's chair that he's on right now. There it is. There it is. What's your, do you, do you this have is a, Iron Man. yep. This pardon? Iron Man. Iron Man. Yes. Is now, is, is he your, is, is, is that your go-to Marvel character? Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Outstanding. Which one? Um, I love Peter Parker, but I love uh, Miles Morales. And I'm like glad, Miles? Glad yep. that they I am obsessed with him. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, that's newer, newer people that are newer to the, the comic book industry they love miles people like me that have been around forever no peter's my guy you know it, it just kind of oh, happens yeah. where who you connect with first and there's yes. nothing wrong with i want to put this out now there's nothing wrong with connecting with any character and that could be your character so shut up about it so, or you can have yes. multiples you can have multiples exactly yes. lamont tell us where tell our listeners where people can find you on your social media online all that good stuff yes you can find me on lamont brown nyc that is my handle at lamont brown nyc that is both my handle for instagram twitter you can type it in everything will pop up um, right now my website is back in, I have to put it back into construction. So right now there are no videos on there, but, um, same thing. My YouTube is Lamont Brown NYC. Um, but you can TikToks. TikTok. I actually kind of slowed down on there. I actually do okay. reels instead. Okay. Um, so everything is on there. And my website again is Lamont Brown NYC.com. So literally you can type that in and everything for videos and all of that is, is on there. Excellent. And I'm not going to ask you what's next because I happen to know what's next and it's super secret. 
Yes. But but Lamont is always when it can't be talked about. We will put it on the website, like we put yes, everything we up there. Yes, we will. Yes, we cities. will. But you can always you can always find Lamont performing somewhere. And do yourself a favor, go watch him perform. It's it's really a joy. We are so glad that you came on to hang out with us today, Lamont. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for just let, getting me on here. I'm just this is so exciting. I'm so glad that we got to meet on the make a vote video and, and well virtually but virtually we actually never there. really met really no, we there. didn't we i know how that goes <laughs> <laughs> and, and but actually meet meet in person for the border in the burks and mm -hmm. and it's it was you know thank you so much on on having me on here and yeah we would love to have you back on again lamont when your busy schedule lets you <laughs> but definitely would love to have you on again um check out all of his stuff Check out all the iHeartGeek stuff. You guys know where to go by now. Uh, until next time, I'm Dub. I'm here with Satomi and Lamont. Keep on geeking on, guys. Yes. You've been listening to the latest episode of the iHeartGeek Show. Make sure you visit our website at www.iheartgeekshow.com. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And if you check us out on YouTube, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And keep on geeking on to all of you geek rock stars.